September sky Watching as clouds whip by We confess everything to each other Hey everybody, welcome to Adventure Retired, the podcast for retired people to tell you about what's out there so you can live your best retirement. We are Kurt and Cindy Liljadal, your hosts. Today we will continue talking about our Iceland trip, but before we'll start our session with a life lesson. And I just want to let everyone know that these life lessons that Kurt talks about come from his book called Fix the Problem and Other Life Lessons from a Pragmatic Dad. And I'm pretty proud of him. Anyway, here's our life lesson for today. Yeah, you can buy it for a whole $6.99 on Amazon. That's my shameless plug for the day. Anyway, this life lesson is don't carry a monthly balance on your credit card. Those are bad. Credit cards have high interest rates. They'll eat you alive. If you pay it off every month, it's like getting free money, but they can get you in trouble, so be careful. All right, so today we're going to start back to our discussion and all about our beautiful, wonderful trip to Iceland. Yeah, and we, we were loving it. We got about halfway through. We're into a town called Eggleston. Eggostanweave. Yeah, It's up in the northwest corner of, uh, excuse me, northeast corner of Iceland. And it was another beautiful town, uh, very quaint, lots of places that you can camp. We enjoyed it. It was a nice place. Right. And remember, we are camping our way across Iceland. We are in a rented small camper. Little van. Size about of a suburban. Also remember these things use diesel and it was at this town, E-G-I-L we'll call it, that we talked to people that didn't know their particular camper used diesel, but they had to put in Blue Death, which is a diesel engine additive. And it started running bad. They called their rental company and they said, yeah, you got to put this in. Well, nobody told them. And, and, and that's sold right there at the gas station. Yeah, it's an extra thing. You put it in the one with the blue cap. But anyway, that's enough about diesel engines. All right, from Egelstanweave, we drove out of there and we drove a little out of our way to a waterfall called Dedefoss. Beautiful. It's second largest waterfall in Europe. Yeah, it was a little bit out of our way. But it wouldn't have been so bad if we wouldn't have taken the wrong road. Yeah, we um, both looked at the map, so it wasn't just his negavator's fault, as he <laughs> calls me sometimes. Um, we were driving down the road, and I saw the, the turnoff, the T, and of course... Well, the sign. Yeah, the sign. Know. And of course, we took it, and you know, once we got up about, a, I don't even think, a few tenths of a mile, the pavement turned to gravel. Yeah, we screwed up. We took road 890 up in, like I said, we're in northeast Iceland, and it was gravel, and it was horrible. And we saw other people on the road. That's why we knew we were going the right way. Yeah, there were other idiots. But anyway, we get up to the waterfall. It took us about, I don't know, an hour or so, oh, a little over an, an hour. hour. Slow driving gravel road. We get to the waterfall. It's beautiful. Once again, no rangers, no gates, no fences. You can walk up, you could jump off it if you wanted to. Now, the one thing to remember about Iceland is very windy a lot of the time. And in our contract for our, our camper, we are going to be looking at every window chip or any door chip or ding. And so going on a gravel road, we, we had to go quite slow. Yeah. But anyway, we get to Dedefoss and we see it and it's beautiful. And we notice there's people on the other side. Yeah, right across the river. Or, well, yeah. And there's tour buses and we're like, 
well, that must be better. So anyway, we had to take the hour drive back on the gravel. We go up the road about, I don't know, five miles. On the other side of the river, there's the road. Let's see, what is it? 862 or yes, something 862. like that. Beautiful paved road, <laughs> tour buses. We could have gone up then back there in 15 minutes, but it was live it, and learn. Yeah, it was it was an adventure, and we like adventures. I blame it on the navigator. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we're at Dedefoss, beautiful, beautiful waterfall. So then we drive over towards my vant, and we stop at Haveriv. Haveriv is an area that reminded me a lot of Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah, a lot of mud pits. And these hot, bubbling springs coming up, strong, strong sulfur smell. Yeah, you actually can get out of the car and go in the area that they kind of have marked off. And you walk around there and these pits are just everywhere and they're just spewing hot. It looks like lava, but it's mud. Yeah, it's not the big geysers like what we saw down in geyser, but it's, it's mud. And like I said, very strong sulfur smell, but very beautiful. So we walked around there a little bit, and then we just basically go up and over the mountain, and we're at, let me see it, my van, we're, we're at my Vanta. Right. Right. Right, my Vanta. Yeah. And we found our, a campground there at my Vanta, right on the lake. It was, it was beautiful. beautiful. Lake my Vanta. Yes. Yeah. Little buggy. Little buggy, but it's still beautiful. We were hoping, hoping for Northern Lights, because on Cindy's bucket list is to see Northern Lights, and... Said if we we're gonna do it, it was tonight, and we never saw him. Of course, I think you got to stay up late at night. We're not late at night <laughs> yeah, people. It, but it was pretty overcast the entire time we were there. But there's also two little hot springs there. One's called Storagel, and the other one is uh, Griatasga. And that one, they actually filmed part of the Game of Thrones at, and they're these little tiny ones. People do swim in them, but you got to take a little hike back to them. They're like caves with hot springs in them. Pretty cool walk. I would have loved to have gotten in. The one we could have gotten in, the other one was, there was like a rope going down to it. So you would have to go down the rope and then call yourself out. But we didn't get in those, but we did go to the MyVant Natural Bath. And that was beautiful. Very similar to what our daughters explained to us that the Blue Lagoon yeah. is like. Only we're clear up in Northern Iceland. It was beautiful. We, uh... Huge pool. Yeah, I, I forget what it cost. It might have been 50 to 75 bucks to get in, but a big pool. You just soak. They have water coming down these little things onto your head. Oh, it was totally yeah, beautiful. You definitely. could buy beer. Yeah, we, we had a couple beers. We were there a couple hours, and we just enjoyed it totally. And you look out over Lake Myvant, and it is a natural bath, as opposed to the Blue Lagoon, which a lot of people won't tell you is a um, the runoff from a power plant it is heated by thermal energy but they use it for the power plant and then they run it into blue lagoon but uh my van is a definite must if you're up in iceland it was beautiful we did like it it was like i said we went to camp at lake my van little buggy but all in all pretty good had a beautiful night did not see northern lights all right next day we're on the road again and we're driving to Acurary, is that how you say it? Acurary. A-K-U-R-E-Y-R-E. Acurary. Yeah. And it is a cute, cute little city also. Town of the Trolls. They have these big trolls on the street that you can have your picture taken beside and everything. 
And yeah, we looked around, did a little shopping and stuff. They had some beautiful Viking like uh, horn beer mugs and stuff like that. I didn't buy one. No, but I did get some wool things. And there's just little shops. It's a fun little place to stop and shop and, and eat lunch. And it was a it was a great little place. Yeah, it's actually the largest city in northern... I think it's second largest city in Iceland. But it's the largest one in the north Iceland. We um, went to the visitor center there. And was asking the young lady, well, where do we go here? Blah, blah. We were staying on the ring road. She says, a lot of people take this road up to Siglifurjur, uh, whatever, S-I-G-L-U. But it's this road going north out of Akieri. And the cool part about this was it went up to the 66 degree latitude mark. And before you turn around and you're on this road and you get up there and we've been to Fairbanks, Alaska one time, which was about as far north as we figured we'd ever go. This is even further north in the world than Fairbanks, Alaska. Right. So we did get out and do the whole selfie because you can look out in the ocean and about five miles out there is the uh, Arctic okay. Circle. The Arctic Circle. But it was a beautiful, beautiful place. I'm glad we went up there. I think it was on that trip that we had some fish stew. We did. At that one, one little mom and pop place that was beautiful oh and fish stew in iceland is the best yeah it was very good so we went up there and then we had to come back down but we had the big experience the killer on this drive was the tunnels yes oh man we were going on this road i mean we might be the only car for five or ten minutes and then you come up to a part of the road and it's a tunnel and these tunnels will go like 10 kilometers mm -hmm. the scariest thing was okay Imagine this, you're in a tunnel. It's two lane tunnel. You got, you know, one path going one way, one path going the other way. So it's just like a highway, only you're under this mountain. We're driving along, this semi comes up behind me. I'm thinking, okay, I'm slowing him down a little. I better get moving. The guy passed me in a tunnel. I was Oh, I was nervous. Yeah, it was it's, it was kind of scary. And there was a few tunnels, too, that just had a pullout. Yeah, they were single-lane tunnels. Yeah. And the understanding is when you come and another car meet head-on, whoever has the pullout, usually the person on the, uh, well, one of the sides has the pullouts, you have to pull over and let them by. So everybody stops and stuff. But it's the way they do it, save a little money. But yeah, you, you haven't been nervous driving until an 18-wheeler passes you in a two-lane tunnel. But the good thing was you did get to drive on the right side of the road. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like over in Ireland. Yeah, that was crazy. That would even be scarier, yeah. yeah. But anyway, we went down, and from there, we went to Havamstanji. Very good. H-V-A-M-M. This was a sleepy little... Uh, Fishing village. Yeah, it was really unique. It had some. It had a really cool little um, center area where you could walk around, and there was all these dried fish and um, fishing equipment from the old fishermen. Hanging. Yeah, we went in that museum. That was beautiful. We uh, stayed at a church out by an old church, but there was a campsite out there with a nice, beautiful river running through it, and a uh, a common kitchen. We hadn't had that one. Well, we kind of had one at the National Park like that where you could go in and, and wash the dishes and you could That's true. sit. That's but true. this one was a little bit more of that. There were a lot of 
a lot of young people there. We got to hang out with the millennials. Yeah, they were. They would eat their their soup, and we would eat our soup, and everybody got on the free Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's the main reason why everybody's there. But we we um, camped there at the church, did some hiking there, went to a beautiful wool factory, right? And Cindy spent some money of there course. on stuff. The the old church, though, I want to get back to that. We went. That night, when we got back after dinner, we actually hiked around for about, oh, a good hour, just all around that area. The cemeteries are right there in front of the church, and some of those tombstones were hundreds of years old. Yeah, it was like the original church for the town. And then you walk back behind there, and it's kind of a path, but you see all these little um, springs come up, and there was even some little huts and things that you could, you know, it was really a cool place to hike around. It was. This, like I said, this town, this Hamavangstein or whatever. Havamstanji. It's, be, it's between Akiari and the Western Fjords, which we didn't get to go to the Western Fjords because we were running out of time. But the next time I go back to Iceland, and I will go back to Iceland again, it, we're going to go up into the Western Fjords. And I think if you went to this town in this area more in season there would be things like seal watching and fishing that you could do right we, we got there it was kind of it was very quiet yeah i'm sure you could probably charter boats to go out and fishing it, too it was a beautiful little town okay from there we were going to head back towards um Reykjavik. Reykjavik the next day and we started going down there and the cool thing, we didn't turn and go to the Western Fjords like I kind of wanted to, but the cool thing was we went to this volcano volcano zone. It was called? It was called Grakrok. And what was amazing is we were just driving down the road and, and the roads are opening up much. One thing you don't see a lot in Iceland are trees. There are very few forests. Very few. You see a lot of rocks and you see thousands of sheep. Sheep. Yeah, that was the interesting thing that took us a while to figure out. There's lots of sheep, which they obviously use for the wool and the, the meat. Right. But then you see lots of horses. Exactly. And we asked somebody, well, why all the horses? And they eat the horses. I know, which is ugh, it's hard to believe. But we're driving down the road. And was it Highway 1? Yeah, we're on the ring road again. And we are driving down the road and we see this area and it's kind of um, changed terrains a little bit. It looks kind of more... Um, volcanic. Right, but we saw the telltale sign of tourist buses and cars. And it's a national site, and this Grack Rock is a volcano zone, and we were both excited to tell our son-in-law when we got back. I mean, this is a place where, if you're into geology, it was really cool. You get to walk up and look down into these volcanoes. They're they're extinct. They're, they're just the cones, but you walk up these flight of stairs, and it's quite a few stairs. I forget yeah, we even it counted them. We did. We counted them. <laughs> but we get up to the top, and you can walk all the way around the cone of this volcano looking down. Like I said, there, you don't see lava or anything, but looking down into it. If you know anything about geology, which I took rocks for jocks, you know, in, in her college. But you could see where the part of the volcano had broke out. So when it came up, the cone part broke. And you could see out the landscape, it would change the soil and the vegetation was different. So you could actually see where back millions of years ago, this volcano flowed out. And what was uh, you know amazing is Iceland's done a wonderful job of making this a national site that the steps, you know, the, I, I can't remember if it was like 800 steps. There was a lot <laughs> of steps. Yeah. And we counted them as we went up and down, but they're very well 
built. Yeah, they're maintained well. If you you know had, if you walked with a cane or something like that, you could still do it. Yeah, it's it's a lot of steps. You know, they're not ADA compliant in these countries. A lot of foreign countries aren't ADA compliant the way no. the United States is. I mean, that, like if Denifos, you could you could actually walk right off the edge oh, of yeah. the waterfall. Yeah, there's not a fence anywhere. Well, it would be tough to walk to once again if you had a slight handicap. Yeah. But anyway, so we we saw that one and we said, wow, what a you know that was a beautiful one, and we went along and we got down to Reykjavik. So we drove into Reykjavik that morning. We got there kind of mid morning and went downtown. So we've, we've gone full circle. We've done the big ring road about 800 and some miles. The first time in Reykjavik, we just grabbed our uh, camper and some food and got out of town. So now we're gonna do Reykjavik. And it's a beautiful, big city. Yeah, we're Lots not- Lots of traffic. We're not real city people, so we weren't gonna spend a lot of time there. And thank goodness for GPS, because Amen. you can actually you know put in the site, Big Lutheran Church, and you'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> So we get in there about mid-morning, and us being Lutherans, we did go to the Lutheran church. There's this huge spiral one, and it's beautiful. It is called, Miss Cindy will say it. Helgimskircha. Sure. I know. I, I know I did that. H-A-L-L-G-I-M-S-K-I-R-K-J-A. A beautiful, huge Lutheran church with a massive pipe organ. It was Beautiful. I know when our kids were there, they actually went up to the top. You could go up to the top and and look down on the you know the the staircase at a huge. It's a huge church. On the front is a big statue of Leif Erikson. Yeah, and, one of the first Europeans to come over. You know, there's there's a lot of discrepancy whether he discovered North America before Christopher Columbus, but we're not going to get into that. But yeah, we walked around, did the downtown shopping thing. Found a great place for fish soup again. Fish soup. Cindy bought her, um, she collects coffee mugs from everywhere we go. And so she bought her coffee mug with some symbols of the uh, Germanic religion thing that they right. have there. That what, From what we learned from that, Thor, Thor's, Thor's cabin, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Nothing good comes from the north. Nothing good comes from the north. But from there, it was a quick drive. There was one more place I wanted to go before we had to leave and... Cindy didn't really know about this one, and it was called Steam Valley. And, you know, here's Kurt's telling me, you know, there's one more hot spring we can hit. I love hot springs. Before we leave tomorrow, and it's called Steam Valley. And, well, our plane wasn't leaving to the afternoon, so we had plenty of time to camp somewhere else, and our camper wasn't due to right. the next day. So we decided to take the drive out to Steam Valley. We go out to this town called... Halver G D. Halver G D. Okay, H V E R is what we call it, and it's in the Rajaldur Valley. Oh, very good. Rajaldur. R E Y K. But remember the town H A or H V E R A G E R D I. But if you're gonna Google it, Google Steam Valley. It'll take you right there. Nice town, beautiful town. You drive out of town a little bit and the road stops and there's this little tiny restaurant with like coffee and stuff. Right, and that's where you park and you see a lot of people getting out and walking around that area but not a lot of people doing the hike back to where Steam Valley is. And we really didn't know how far it was. We started hiking and it's all uphill. And we're about a half an hour into it. Cindy's giving me the eye. Well, you know, I mean, we're dressed. It's cool. We're, we have our winter coats on and our hiking boots. We did have our swimsuits in our backpack. It was spitting a little rain. 
and we we hiked a little more we hiked a little more finally about an hour and 15 minutes hour and a half all uphill yeah we get to this place and you go by some of these beautiful steam vents but we get to this river and it's probably 10 15 feet wide and only about a foot deep and they have a boardwalk going on one or both sides of it and this whole river is flowing down between these mountains and it's heated to about 95 to 100 degrees. Yeah, instead of having a hot springs, you know, pool, you're in a hot springs river. And parts of it were, I mean, when we sat in it, it went up to our neck. So, I mean, it was a good foot, maybe two feet tall. Yeah, they dammed it up. Yeah. About every 10 yards, they put rocks there and it dams it up, gives you like your own little hot tub so to speak now what's amazing here is you get up there and there's quite a few people now up there millennials and, and mostly. they have on swimsuits and you're walking up there and you don't have your swimsuit on and you see these little changing areas every few yeah, there's steps, two of them yeah two or three steps and what they are is like an open tee and what you do is you go in face forward and you put your swimsuit on and that was kind of weird it's it's europe you have a corner to change in so if you're facing the corner, your butt's exposed. If your butt's facing the corner, well, the front part's exposed. So anyway, we both, we changed, got into our suits, and oh my goodness, I never wanted to leave. It was truly amazing. Like I said, we've been in a lot of hot springs in Alaska and all these other places, but to be in a hot springs river was just mind-blowing. Yeah, we, we started at the spot where we kind of left our backpack and things, and then we just slowly started moving up. And the further north you got, the hotter it got. Yeah, you go up the stream. And it was so hot. Some places, I mean, you could barely even be in there. It was, you know, I'm sure there was some that you couldn't even be in there. It was beautiful. I just, I was, I was blown away. Like I said, you read what you see on the internet and to actually be there. And once again, this was an hour, 15, hour and a half hike. So that cuts out the uh, the crowd quite a bit. Yeah, but no if tour you're, buses. Yeah, no tour buses. If you're in good shape and can get up there, I would recommend this place 100%. Oh, I would too. It was a wonderful place. So we spent the night. Spent the night there. Saw a little of the town. Actually, nothing big exciting. Actually thought about going back up there the next morning because we had all morning but we didn't. Right. Yeah. Now we, I, I kind of kicked myself. I think we should have done that. Afternoon flight. But anyway, so we, we spent the night there in that town, Steam Valley town, and um, got up the next day and had to drive, had to return our camper to go campers. No problems there. They were more than accommodating. I highly recommend them. We um, hopped a bus back out, or no, they actually had a shuttle mm -hmm. out to the airport. Got out to the airport, and you do the whole sit and wait thing. I don't know if you remember this, but when we were in the airport getting ready to go um, home, that's where we saw the young couple, the firefighters, with their black holes. Oh, yeah, the Patagonia black hole bags. And we, we commented, I saw them on the way out there, and then we saw them on the way back. And it's a good it's a good backpack slash suitcase carry that I on. highly yeah. yeah carry on I highly recommend we have the 60 liter ones now so. everybody in our family has one. I know they're good <laughs> all right so we get on the airplane and we fly back to Minneapolis okay so as we end our podcast um, I have to ask Kurt you know our little saying your you betcha moment what was the one thing that you would do again you betcha my you betcha would be 
probably Steam Valley. I really, really love yeah, Steam agree. Valley. It, you didn't have to pay fifty, seventy-five hundred bucks to get in there. I suppose we could have carried up our own you, beer if we wanted. You could have stayed there overnight. Yeah, you you could. It was it was beautiful up there, and they maintain it well with the boardwalks and stuff. Yeah, that was that was probably mine too. All right, Cindy, what's your hell no? I ain't uh, doing it again. Oh, you know what that is. I well, I'll always have an EpiPen, but I will never have another allergy reaction. Hopefully, hopefully for something I did find out I am allergic to red dye. So now I'm reading labels. So. But if we do, we're gonna get our insurance every time. That's right, but it was not fun. No. All right, well, that was our trip to Iceland, episode one and two. We hope you enjoyed it. Oh, it was a great time. Well, we hope we've taught you something, and we hope we've encouraged you to go to Iceland. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell your friends about us. Yeah, join us on our next adventure. You can always find us at adventureretired.com or adventureretired at gmail.com. Let us know what your adventures are that you're on in retirement. We'd love to talk to you. Oh, definitely. We'd love to hear your stories. All right. That's it for the day. I love you, Cindy. I love you more. Because love is true. And that's a kid's love to you.